Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode zero of Dead Drop. I am here with some wonderful people. Let's start with Michelle. Hey, I'm Michelle Otis, and I will be playing Sofia Vallardes. Yeah, an interesting character. She's the cleaner, and I love that. Hi, I am Pooja, and I am going to be playing Asha Kumar, who is a bit of a bang and burner, but of the DIY variety. Hello, all. I'm B, they, them, and I am playing Decker Black today. I think he's going to have he, him pronouns. Decker's uh, a little bit of the muscle and a lot of the face. I love the name. <laughs> you come up with the great names. That's it. What was the other one? Pickle. Cactus. 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 Oh, I love cactus. There you go. Cactus. And Saint. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, well, last but not least, uh, I do. Ha- I have no name yet. And I believe we're going with she, her pronouns. And well, I can tell you that she is very good at taking things apart, specifically bodies both human and maybe non-human. We'll see. (laughs) All right. So the way that we do zero sessions here is we actually make the world and the characters before we record so we can just do a really short overview of, of what this season's going to be about. Dead Drop is going to be a spy thriller about vampires. I'm not going to reveal too much about that side of it because, you know, that's why you listen to the show. But I want to learn more about these characters and what choices the players made to create their characters. Let's start backwards and we'll go with Saint real quick. Saint hasn't picked a name for her character yet because names are the literally can be the hardest thing in the world. I totally understand that. But Saint, tell me more about your character, your background, how you got to this point in your life. Right. So, yes, my yes, my unnamed avatar here, she is she has primarily originally a medical background. I believe we're going to land with her being a navy medic and she Spent most of her career doing kind of the normal, you know, blood and guts stuff, but normal. And then at one point, she realized that the people that she was treating seemed to be more of the torture victim type than casualty type. And she also noticed some things that just didn't seem, I don't know, consistent with average biology of your, you know, mammal humans. And honestly, what brought her to here is kind of a mission of redemption and atonement because she saw a victim that she could have saved in the aftermath of their, well, supposedly she's not supposed to know, but it's definitely torture. And she decided to let this person pass because at the time she thought that was the best move. She since learned that there was more to the story and um, she's made a grave, grave mistake. Was she like overly patriotic at the time and maybe that kind of thing? Well, it's one of those things where it behooves you to not question things, even if you do Follow orders. feel a little. Yeah, definitely more following orders. And then I believe that there was a kind of programming aspect to her training, but it wasn't something quite like a, you know, sleeper agent or something like that. But there is a moment where kind of the veil lifted. 
So where does wet working, because you, wet working is specifically assassinations. Right. How does that work with the, so you're a medical person, where does the wet working, how did, how does that work into your past? Well, I'm feeling that after her sort of disillusionment, disillusionment, there was an avenue for her to take up some side gigs, um, not known <laughs> to her. You took up assassination as a side gig? <laughs> it's a yes. gig economy. Come on. Yes, this is the world we live in. Yeah. Oh, capitalism Poor strikes person. again. <laughs> right. Uber kills had just started. And- the yeah. Uber kills, yeah. 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 Goes they right only app. had a website, not an app yet, but we're working mm. on it. Um, <laughs> now, I'm, I'm picturing so far, and I feel like a little bit put on the spot, but um, we, yeah, that uh, after this disillusionment, she then opened her eyes kind of to, okay, what is going on around me that is actually, you know, I decided to not engage with it, put my head down, follow orders. But let me see, what are the cracks in this facade? And one of the cracks she found was, <laughs> now I feel guilty. Thank you very much, B. <laughs> <laughs> don't feel bit, be guilty about murder. It's, it's okay. She, I don't want to, I don't, I don't know how much we're allowed to know as of yet, but what I'm feeling is that she saw these inhuman aspects uh, out in the field <laughs> uh, as she was doing maybe normal medical work, but was uh, displaced to a remote location. Well, there are some other people with her. She never really knew who they were, what branch they were in. They were just there and they had way more power than she did. Well, after somebody notices her noticing some things, there was an opportunity to train a bit. Again, on the side, it's not official. Kind of more like a special agent thing, but I'm thinking actually more mercenary than special agent. And I'm thinking her discovery, or I mean, the discovery of her maybe doing some extracurriculars got her out of her uh, day job. That right? makes sense. A dishonorable sense. discharge for sure. Uh, if not jail, <laughs> but it's probably because I knew too much. So not jail, but they got me out of there. That actually, yeah, and I might end up using some of that as like maybe you're maybe do the Assassin Blues Brothers thing where you're getting out of <laughs> Cook County Jail at the beginning of the show. Yes. Yeah. But okay, that all makes perfect sense. And just so everybody knows that's listening, any of this can actually change. Uh, we always allow players to make switches, add points, switch points around. So right now, all of us have a pretty good grasp of where we're going to be going. But mid-game, if something changes, someone can change a detail, things in the background would come up. And so keep that in mind as you're listening. B, what was the idea for your Decker Black? So Decker being, you know, really the face of a lot of operations and the muscle, the kind of jobs that Decker got, I think right out of high school, he had the opportunity to either get drafted for the NBA or go to the military. And nobody really understands why he didn't end up getting accepted for the NBA. He was like 6'9", big buff, um, but uh, something there was like some kind of interference. His mother was never really clear in it. She just wanted him to be happy. Decker's mom was his life. Every time he, you know, had those leaves when you're in the military. I don't know what that's called. Shore yeah. leave or yeah. Leave. leave. Yeah, I think it's yeah. just leaves. Okay. His mom was the only person that he ever had 
waiting for him. He never was very good at forming lasting relationships. When you look as good as he does, people kind of only see you on the outside and they never take you seriously on the inside. So with that kind of like cold attitude, but ability to get anything he want, he thrived in the military until he saw something that he was probably not supposed to see. Very, very much like uh, what Saint's character uh, experienced. His answer to the situation, though, instead of, you know, maybe gathering the information and trying to tell it to anybody else, he just killed everyone. Went a bit on a rampage and just slaughtered everybody involved, the good, the bad. Now, doing something like that was probably not the smartest choice because a lot of good soldiers died in that and a lot of information died in that standoff, I guess you could say. So what happened next time um, Decker went home, he found his mother dying. Um, she had been stabbed uh, in the back four times and her last words were Van Helsing. Now, he doesn't know if that is the killer, if that is a clue or what that means, but he is swearing revenge upon the killer of his mother. And he has taken up any and every job to even just find an ounce of information to figure out who killed this perfect little woman. Awesome. I really like all of that. And I think that from what we're all saying, I think that we're going to start the game with bringing you all together, obviously, because I think that that works well with both of those backgrounds so far. Not to say that anyone can't be a part, already be connected to our mysterious NPC Van Helsing. Pooja, you're up. <laughs> Hello. So Asha is, her background is in disarming, but more often planting and creating uh, very targeted specific explosive devices. She knows that because she can basically do it with her eyes closed. But there's a lot that she doesn't know. She knows she has to hunt down and and dismantle like these vampire um, cabals because she absolutely has to. 100% has to. It isn't a choice. So your character already knows about the vampires. Yeah, because okay. that is the compulsion to to do it. Right. That knowledge she has. But there's a lot missing in her background right now. Um, She's got like, okay, I know I I used to work for the CIA, but what did I do? Where was I? She has she has memory blackouts of certain certain sections. Certain sections are just gone. Most of my childhood is kind of fuzzy. So there's stuff like. Obviously, something has happened and I will do this thing because I have to do it. But I also really want to know, like, who was in my brain? How? What is happening to me and why? And if I have to blow somebody up to do it, I will. Now, because you already know about vampires, do you have a connection already to our super secret NPC Van Helsing? I think that um, part of the compulsion was to seek out Van Helsing, but I had this information. It's like, okay, well, who am I? Not 100% sure. Who was my handler? Who was my contact? And the name that that came to my mind was Van Helsing. I don't think that he's always been my handler, but I know that he is now. Okay, cool. Or at least like that's how I'm interpreting it. That works. Michelle? Well, Sophia, she 
needed to pay her way through college. Uh, she was going for computer science and she took a job through some weird connections she made in school with um, the Russian mob as a cleaner. <laughs> and that's how she paid her way through college. She knew not to ask any questions, to go in, to clean up the place, to get rid of evidence. And then that was, and then she would get paid, uh, usually in cryptocurrency. She got paid in crypto because it's not regulated. And that way she could hide where she was getting her money at least, you know, and how much. And once she graduated school, she didn't really need that job anymore, but there was something that stuck in her craw because she saw one time when she was cleaning up, there was, it was a guy who had taken a drug that wasn't a normal drug, but it had some really horrific side effects. And he ended up dying as a result, but some of the side effects were just really crazy, but she, <laughs> they were really horrifying. And so she just got really curious as to what this drug was and what it did. And she started doing research and that's how she kind of fell into what she's doing now. So that's great. That's a really good team, I think of people and, and from what we're saying, oh, so our link uh, do you have you found any mention of Van Helsing in your Michelle? Has Sophia found any mention of the mysterious NPC in there? Not in reference to the drug, but um, in reference to people who are dealing this drug. Like, not that he's dealing it, but he's somehow connected. Somehow connected. Like, I don't know, researching them, kind of like the researcher finds another researcher that's kind of looking at them, you know, right. two way people. Yeah. I think that we have a really good team of agents. You have a little dirt on you. There's, there's a little, there's some bad stuff in there, which is always good to, for story wise, setting wise, we'll, we'll speak briefly, not so much about the enemies that you'll be facing, but more about what kind of world we're going to be playing in. So we're playing in modern day. We will be jumping around the United States and possibly even farther flung, depending on how the story kind of develops. But we won't be staying in one, one location necessarily for very long. And it is, uh, you know, all of the normal things that we see. We are going to say that COVID has happened and... We're on the tail end of it. Omicron has kind of gone through and things are starting to open up more. There are, you know, political things uh, where there are people who are like, don't we don't should have mass mandates, all that. That's not really going to be a focus of it, but it's more to say that it's out there and I guess it's veiled, you know, if we're talking about veils and and whatever where you have some things that are there but not really the focus of the game so uh, it's really our world right now with all of the different strife and and problems with the media some of those things will play into what the storyline is going to be it's very collaborative we come up with all of the ideas kind of together 
And so that's always a good place to kind of start off from when you're doing these kind of games, I think. So what are all of you excited about when you think about this particular game? And we can go back the other way with Sophia. What, Michelle, what are you excited about? What What is the thing that you're hoping you can sink your teeth into? Uh, ah. um, I <laughs> I like <laughs> I like playing characters who are hackers. <laughs> I know that's so like cheesy, but it's kind of fun because you get to dig into all the like oh the cameras and the and the you know the computer systems and this and that and I just like being that information finder, but I also like the idea of being the one to make it look like we were never here. Nothing actually happened. <laughs> now, because you were like paid in cryptocurrency, are you kind of a crypto bro at all? Like that kind of. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I do. You have say that shades I'm like, of that step too far. <laughs> I'm just asking. I am crypto savvy, but not a crypto bro. Okay, though that Valley accent on the end says otherwise. Okay, crypto bro. <laughs> like for sure <laughs> our kids are hysterical because their valley accents are so thick oh my goodness <laughs> like dad i don't talk like that i just never you're making fun of me but it's just not true like, oh, <laughs> going to mulholland anyway <laughs> oh that's that's all great i just wanted to know we are not and to be clear because i think that you know there are we are playing characters that have dirt on them. It does not mean that we uh, justify any of those actions outside of a story thing. We are not big fans of cryptocurrency or NFTs or any of the rest of that crap. I'll just put that in there now so people kind of know that we're playing a story and these are not necessarily the views that we want for our real life. <laughs> just in case you're wondering. Pooja, what's the thing that you're looking forward to in the game i'm looking forward to like kind of seeing how much we can dismantle the <laughs> capitalist hellscape that we are currently living in yes <laughs> let's be real i just want to destroy the things that are destroying our souls okay that's vampires very much are a what is, i guess a symbol of that for sure like that's you know, in the Victorian times, they were a symbol of Victorian uptightness and weirdness about sex and everything else. And now that changes over time. I'm also kind of like stoked about the idea that we're like this combination of Charlie's Angels leverage in the A-team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. To yeah, and we'll talk about tone in a second. But absolutely, you're right. B? What are your what are you looking forward to? Well, I mean, just to quickly touch on that, I love, love, love that we we're not just playing one trope. We've come each of us have combined two tropes together and they make such interesting characters. So as the muscle, I am exclusively excited for sneaking up on somebody and then snapping their neck. I've never done that in an RPG and I think I'm missing out. Look, we're, we're here to push uh, new experiences. For yeah. Them, so. I can't let my dreams stay dreams. Don't. Yeah. Live your dream. Live your dream. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, cool. And Saint? Um, yeah, I, uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to everything 
that everyone else brought up, you know, their iconic goals. And uh, I guess I can just add on that I'm interested in, I guess, being an assassin. Speaking of things we haven't really done, every time I've killed someone in an RPG, it's been an accident or <laughs> it's been like, I'm going to try this time. Here we go. But it'll be interesting being like, oh, I know that gun. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and that's a good point about this. You all are hyper competent people. You are not, you know, this is not Scooby-Doo at all. Mm -hmm. All of you know what you're doing. Uh, you don't have to worry about like, hey, you know, can I win a fight? You totally can. And that's the point is that it's watching cool people do cool stuff as opposed to a straight up horror game, which is like, Ooh, scary house, what's going on? And I don't have the skills to, I have to try to find some kind of survival thing. You're running into the darkness as opposed to running from it as much. And tone wise, that's, you know, touching back on what Pooja said, a team, not, not the cheesiness, but the fact that everybody has kind of a job and kind of a, a feel to them. And everybody works as a cohesive group as opposed to uh, everybody has a little bit of something that makes their character special, a hacker face or whatever. And uh, Charlie's Angels, you know, having their, you know, in the game, you're probably going to end up with a patron uh, that's going to be somebody that helps you pay for things or maybe sets up jobs that you can do to help to pay for some of these things. And... You are all outside of government agencies, though you may have been a part of government agencies in the past. Uh, now you are mercenaries, freelance, whatever word works for whatever job you're doing. So I am super excited. This is why I love Zero Sessions is because it allows you to set up what everybody wants to do, uh, do the collaboratory th the collaborative thing and talk about what each person wants to add to the world. And it also allows you to go over your safety stuff that you want for the game, uh, which is also really important. So I think that's basically it. It was a good overview of everything. Thank you all so much. Where can we find all you wonderful people? We will flip it over and we will start with Saint this time. Saint, where are you at? Hello. Well, you can find me on Twitter um, at Saint Spider TV. That's all one word. So S A I N T S P I D E R T V. And that's at Twitter. I almost didn't make it. Okay. <laughs> Yes, if you want to follow your non-binary busy bee, you can find me on Twitter as at B underscore Zelda. Hi, I'm Pooja. You can find me on Twitter at L A Daisy Girl. That's L A D E S I Girl, and pretty much all the other socials as Forgotten Saves. Uh, if you want to hear more of my RPG antics, you can find me on It's Probably Okay's Twitch channel and occasionally Happy Jack's RPG. Hey, I'm Michelle, and you can find me on Twitter at Michulu. That's M I C H U L H U. And you can find my music and Wes's amazing sound effects through Plate Mail Games on DriveThruRPG or subscribe to the whole catalog through BattleBards. 
And I am Wes Otis. You can find me at Plate Mail Games, all one word, on Twitter. Uh, you can also find the show at 12 Sided Stories. That's the number 12 Sided Stories on Twitter and on Instagram or on our website, which is the entire word 12 Sided Stories, just spelled out.com. If you want to help out the show, give us a shout out on social media or give us a review on your favorite podcast. Uh, throw us five stars, if you would. and uh, Or check us out on Coffee or Patreon, where you can get a ton of great bonus content. We also now have a Discord, so you can check us out on Discord as well. And uh, we really appreciate you listening. We will see you next week with the very first episode of Dead Drop. Thank you all. Bye. Bye. Bye.